0: The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near, When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for all these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat— And they were terrified, but he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land toward which they were going. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. One of my earliest memories of my call at St. Philip, now almost a year ago, hard as that is to believe, was our lunch bunch gathering last August. Many of you were there. I hardly knew any of you by that point, after only a week on the job, just two days after my first Sunday. But I remember gathering on the lawn for a beautiful sunny summer Tuesday, Our chairs circled up, probably about 20 or 30 of us in all, and socially distanced, of course. There was such joy in being together that day. Birthday, and the video that we made for her. There was no agenda, no expectations that afternoon, just being together as the St. Philip family. There is a miracle in the simple act of gathering. The story of the mass feeding of an enormous crowd with an absurdly small amount of food is the only miracle story recorded in all four Gospels with the slightly less impressive story of the feeding of the only 4,000 repeated in two Gospels. So that's six versions of a similar story which should maybe tell us to pay attention to what's going on. Thus also begins the first of five Sundays we spend in the sixth chapter of John, buckle in, where we reflect on what it means to experience Jesus as the bread of life. But before we get to that part, before Jesus starts to explain things, before we try to figure out what the miracle means, I think that what happens is just as important on its own. Five thousand hungry people were fed, not in some spiritual sense, but with real bread and real fish, satisfying physical hunger. In the pages of the Gospels, Jesus Jesus is constantly sharing meals and table fellowship with those whom he meets. As early as his first sign, as miracles are called in John's Gospel, Jesus turns water into wine at the wedding feast in Cana, so the party can go on even longer. Everywhere he goes, he accepts dinner invitations and even invites himself, in certain cases, into people's homes. The religious elite accused Jesus of eating with tax collectors and sinners at every turn. And even on the night before his death, Jesus gathers around a table with his friends to share one last meal with them. Jesus is all about bringing people together over food to experience a sense of abundance and a sense of togetherness in community. Can you imagine these days going over to someone's house and not at least being offered a glass of water or a cup of coffee or to do the same if you had visitors? And probably some cookies, if not an outright meal. It seems that our lives are punctuated by meals and hospitality like that, sharing food and drink with one another in the ordinary circumstances of daily life. Food brings people together. Or as my 93-year-old Italian Catholic grandmother might say, not so much with her words as with her extravagant cooking, food is love. Jesus brings people together over food to share God's abundant and extravagant love without regard to who they are or where they came from or why they're there. Jesus simply sees the crowd and notices that they're hungry. Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He doesn't retreat or try to make them go away. He feeds them, and he creates community by fostering an environment that allows them to remain together. There is a miracle in the gathering If there's one thing that this past year has taught us, it's precisely that there is a miracle in the gathering, in the in-person togetherness. I have been amazed at the ways that this congregation has managed to find creative ways to gather and be together even in extraordinary and unprecedented circumstances. A summer lunch bunch gathering on the lawn drive-through communion, who would have imagined? A drive-by celebration for a member celebrating a 90th birthday, two outdoor glow nights last fall. More recently, when we couldn't run our regular VBS programming for the second year in a row, a group of us has been gathering on Thursday nights in July for Compassion Camp, a summer glow formation series. The first night we gathered, now a few weeks ago, as I sat on my couch at home scrolling through some of the pictures I had taken that night, I realized that this was the first time in over a year since the middle of Lent 2020 that our kids and families have been able to gather in the fellowship hall to share a meal together, to hear a Bible story, and to play and pray and be together. There is a miracle in the gathering. Today, on this first of five Bread of Life Sundays, we rest in that miracle. The abundance of loaves and fishes and community and grace, we don't need to understand or analyze it. It's enough to experience it. Jesus calls us to be together to come to the table to share a meal of grace and love in abundance where all are invited and fed without regard to who we are or where we came from or why we're here today. There is a miracle in the gathering, and that is enough.